the reading is taken from Matthew 24 verses 36 to 44. And it's headed the day and hour unknown. But about that day or hour, no one knows, not even the angels in heaven, nor the son, but only the father. As it was in the days of Noah, so it will be at the coming of the son of man. For in the days before the flood, people were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage up to the day Noah entered the ark. And they knew nothing about what would happen until the flood came and took them all away. That is how it will be at the coming of the Son of Man. Two men will be in the field, one will be taken and the other left. Two women will be grinding in with a handmill, one will be taken and the other left. Therefore, keep watch because you do not know on what day your Lord will come. But understand this, if the owner of the house had known at what time of night the thief was coming, he would have kept watch and would not have let his house be broken into. So you also must be ready because the son of man will come at an hour when you do not expect him. This is the word of the Lord. Thank you so much for, for reading that. And uh, I don't know about you, but I, I do try to be prepared for, for every eventuality. Uh, and I have to say over the, the last few months with uh, having, to, having to use things such as Zoom and social media platforms that I'm not really used to, um, I find that I'm not always as prepared as I would like to be. Um, we, we do our best, don't we? Um, in fact, um, some years ago, um, when I was working for a, a large company, I used to do some training. And I remember that one of the things I always used to ask people to remember were the five Ps. Five Ps. Prior preparation prevents poor performance. And that's something that uh, we can probably all try to remember sometimes. And uh, we, we may come to that a little bit later as well. Because none of us really knows what's around the next corner, do we? Uh, we don't know what direction our lives will go or, or even come to a stop or when that will be. And this year in particular is a, a, a really good example of that because um, how many of us could possibly have foreseen the effects that COVID-19 would have on our lives? Not just on you and I, but for the whole world. It just seems an incredible thing, doesn't it? Well, for Jesus' listeners uh, in our reading there, um, a national crisis was going to sweep over Jerusalem um, in years to come. The date then was unknown, but now we know it was in AD 70. Um, and it was going to be the climax of the war between Rome and Judea. It was going to devastate lives, families, whole communities. It was going to be a terrible and frightening event. Jesus reminds us in this reading that life will go on to the very last minute for each one of us. He reminds us of the time of the great flood um, in the time of Noah. There was no warning. Um, everything was going to be swept away and that time was going to be lost forever. And the passage goes on to tell us that families will be divided. 
one will be taken, one will be left. And sadly, we are seeing something of that today, aren't we, as the virus is taking mem family members away from us. Some are surviving, some are dying. And it's a stark warning of what might be coming in the future. But Jesus is saying this here and now because he wants his, sit, his listeners to sit up and take note of what he's saying. They should stay awake. They should stay alert and keep watch. Like people that know their surprise visitors are coming sooner or later, but they don't know exactly when that will be. And although Jesus' warning was primarily aimed at those living in the first century and at the time after his death when that temple would be destroyed, the warning is equally applicable to us today. We're living in dangerous times. For us in the UK, it's not war or famine, but like so many countries, it's coronavirus. Something 12 months ago, none of us have ever heard of. You know, how much has the world just changed in nine months? So none of us really know what's coming next, whether it be the next day, the next month or the next year. Uh, it's up to each of us to consider the questions. Are we awake? Are we keeping watch? Are we ready? Are we as prepared as we, as we possibly can be? Being awake here does not just mean having our eyes open. It means being alert to what is happening around us, being aware of the worldly temptations that are constantly pushed in front of us and our TV screens on the radios. Um, and the shops and advertising boarding. The world wants us to spend, spend, spend. Uh, in fact, you may have seen the advert that one large store is suggesting now that there is no naughty this year, um, suggesting we can buy even more of what we like and eat more and drink more um, and spend more. And we can do that. Each one of us can do that. We have that choice. But I do need to warn you and myself um, that there will be consequences if we make those choices of uh, binging because our bodies are not made to do that. Um, you know, food and crisps and drinks are all very nice, but I think if we overdo it, we will soon be feeling unwell, won't we? Um, and we will be dismayed for weeks as we step onto those scales uh, and see the numbers rising. Uh, and uh, we'll probably be dismayed for months as we look at our bank statements and see the numbers decreasing more than we expected to. And why? Well, all of this is because the world wants us to make, uh, to spend more money for the shops to make more profits um, and to, to become more worldly, shall we say. We just need to be awake to the message. We need to be able to see and hear the messages and see what they really mean and in a similar way are we keeping watch are we keeping watch for those around us because each of us has a responsibility to care for those around us whether it be in England in Ukraine in Africa wherever um, some of you may uh, remember that Zozolenka picture I showed you earlier uh, the amazing young people and their teacher Natalia from school number 20 in Chikasi there was one occasion when we were on tour um, that the youngsters were allowed to go out and explore the local town on their own. They just had one uh, proviso that they needed to be back by 4 p.m. ready for rehearsal for the, uh, uh, for the concert at seven o'clock in the evening. You can probably guess what happened. As they were about to start 
um, a couple of the girls were looking a little bit concerned and chatting amongst themselves. And when I asked them, was there an issue? They said, no, no, no. Well, actually, John, we can't find Yana. One of the girls had disappeared. Um, now, when I go to meet the, uh, the, the children and the teacher, uh, I also meet all of the parents. And I promise them faithfully that I will bring their children back home to them safe and sound. So going through my head at that time was not so much of what was going to happen at the concert, but what if there were worse circumstances that I would have to go back to? And I, I was quite fearful. So I headed off into the town. And I, but after about 20 minutes, I, I was able to find Yana, trying to find her way home. They sing in English, but they don't speak English or understand it too well. So she couldn't really ask the way and she was just walking round and round in the hope that she would come across the church we were singing at that night. So she soon sort of came racing over when she saw me bursting into tears and we went back to the, uh, to the church and uh, gave, gave her about uh, a couple of minutes to take some deep breaths and in she went, apologised to the teacher and as they say, the, the show went on. Well, it's that care for each other, for concern for each other, that the, youngst the other youngsters were, were worried about her and we were able to find her. Um, so we need to keep watch on each other as well. And finally, the other, the other question is, are you ready? Are you ready every day for what's in store for you? Have you properly prepared for all that you plan to do? You know, on, on one a further occasion when I was in Ukraine, Misha took me out to a small village church. Uh, it was a, a lovely church uh, with a, a fabulous name called Yaznaziria. Um, their services were at two o'clock in the afternoon. And uh, there was a young pastor whose father was actually the chaplain of the prison that we saw the picture of earlier. And uh, there were a lot of Romani families living around that area. And the children of the Romanis used to come to the church on their own. So we would often have perhaps 80 or 90 children and then perhaps uh, a dozen uh, adults, mainly elderly folk as well. Um, but as we drew up to the church on this particular occasion, there were far, far more people there. There, were, there must have been about 150 people. And most of them, most unusually for a, a traditional Sunday service, were wearing traditional Ukrainian dress. And I said to Misha, uh, is there something happening that I don't know about? And he said, well, I don't know. Um, I'll go and find out. So Misha jumped out of the bus. He's our Ukraine director, by the way, and my translator, and we, we travelled together. And when he came back a couple of minutes later, he said, I'm sorry, John, there seems to have been some miscommunication. Um, in, in Ukraine, uh, they like to call the person heading up Hope Now, the president. And it's basically the, the name of a CEO in this country. Um, but Misha said um, they, they were expecting the president of England. They didn't realize you were just the president of Hope Now. So hence the village had turned out to, to welcome us, which was lovely. Uh, they certainly made a lasting impression. Uh, and I, I'm not sure about the impression I left with them, but uh, we had a wonderful time and we've been able to continue working with that church as well. You know, I still continue to try and be, be prepared for, which, for every day and what's going to happen during that day. And in these difficult times, we need to think about things more, a little more deeply sometimes. Consider if we're ready for everything, if we're ready perhaps even to meet our maker? Are we ready 
for the second coming of Jesus? Are we ready to welcome him back? Are we prepared for him? You know, are we leaving things unsaid that perhaps we wished we had said to someone or to hug someone we love? I think these times often remind us that those things are important. They're important to us and they're important to those others who are listening to us. So we really must take every opportunity. No one knows about that day or hour. So let's all be prepared as we possibly can. Remember those five Ps. Prior preparation prevents poor performance. Amen. <laughs>